A very good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I want to especially welcome those who are joining us this afternoon. I'm broadcasting live from uh, Franjuk, Western Cape, South Africa. If you're joining us this afternoon, I want to welcome you. Forever, whenever you're joining from, wherever you're joining from this afternoon, I want to welcome you. Thank you so very much for being part of this live broadcast. Uh, we want to welcome those who are connected with us from YouTube and, of course, those who will be watching us from Facebook. I want to welcome everyone. And, of course, those who will be listening on our live uh, radio podcast, welcome. This is the Potter's Gate online broadcast. Well, this is our prophetic prayer school. Thank you so much, my dear sister Tina, for joining this afternoon. We are also broadcasting live from our YouTube channel. We want to thank God for the grace that heaven has given to us to you know share this time with you thank you for allowing me to reach you wherever you are all right we want to believe god this afternoon once again to press further into the emphasis of the spirit these are interesting days the days that we live in are days that are pregnant with prophetic uh, uh, unveilings and of course we are marching forward and we're looking into what the spirit of god is demanding and requiring from the church my desire is to be able to build a people that are well furnished well established and well prepared in engaging the reality of this new day heaven has opened to us once again you know the portal of the spirit and we've been called to walk with god and engage with his intentions and purpose and plans so i want to believe once again that as we look into god's word this afternoon and see what the spirit of god is emphasizing that we'll be able to you know develop the right spirit spiritual uh, framework, the right spiritual understanding, and of course, the right pattern of existence. The word of God grants us, gives us, you know, the, the required spiritual uh, 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 wisdom to be able to live life within the structure and the context of this brand new day. So it is my desire this afternoon that as we once again hear God's heart and look into these uh, principles that we are dealing with, that we will be well informed, we will be well prepared, and more so we will be you know, well established in that which is called the present truth. One of the things the Spirit of God has, you know, given to me, you know, as, as an individual to, you know, to impress his church with, that is to develop the right spiritual understanding when it comes to the prophetic. The prophetic, we all agree, amen, is a ministry that is more than ever before required and needed. Things are happening all across, you know, the nations that are requiring, that are demanding that, you know, we, we have a right, you know, a, a spiritual perspective. Many things that is taking place right now that, you know, we don't even know what is going on. People cannot find direction. And that is because we lack or at the sense of spiritual prophetic. And of course, when the moment we begin to talk about prophetic, we're talking about leadership. There is no way we can effectively walk, amen, in this new day without developing the right spiritual leadership without developing the capacity all right to engage that which the spirit of god all right is saying and it's from this angle that we want to look at amen, the various perspective of how we can move how we can develop how we can grow how we can come of age in dealing with amen the complex realities of our of our day there are challenges here and there all right that that require that is demanding amen the the, the kind of leadership that has the answer and the solution but 
that kind of leadership, all right, for that kind of leadership to emerge, it must be a leadership that has been that has been well furnished, well established, and well built on the foundation of the prophetic. And this is the reason why I, I felt the Spirit of God has continued to lay the burden of these teachings and and, and and principles in my heart to share it. All right, I, I, I'm believing God that if it is just one, two, three people, Amen, out there who can grab the spirit of what we're talking about, who can run with this with this messages and truth i believe that they're able all right to make a difference you know that the things of the spirit are not always done by multitude god is not in the in the in the in the idea of well it has to be everybody no if he can find one <clears throat> excuse me god said you know when he was about to judge you know a sodom and gomorrah when Abraham was transacting, all right, in intercession with, you know, with, with God, he said, God, if, he said for 20, for 30. And God said for 20, I, I, I won't destroy the land. Abraham said, okay, since I found favor with the Lord, let's assume oh, you only find 10 people in the land. God says for 10, I will not destroy the land. So that tells us something that God is not about, you know, uh, mass, the mass, the number, you know, that are, you know, that are available. No, God is interested in the quality. And I think that is the same, you know, that, you know Perspective that I have in regards to ministry. My ministry philosophy is if we can impart one, two, three, four, five, maybe six people, all right, with the things of the Spirit. Once we are able to have a full grasp of what the Lord is requiring and demanding of us, it's so easy for us, amen, to begin to represent, amen, the desires and the intentions of God. So this afternoon, as you join with me, once again, I want us to be able to track the Word of God. There are several things that I'm going to be looking into. You know, this uh, trainings that we're going to be doing in the, in the afternoon we want to try as much as possible to you know to keep you know to time all right to make them compact but of course all right we want to impact the heart of those who will be joining us all right a few things that i'm going to be looking into of course if you're watching me from youtube you will notice that i've already opened to all right, our you know powerpoint we're going to be dealing with the character and mission of the prophetic spirit character and mission of the prophetic spirit we we, we we looked into this a bit yesterday before we we stopped uh, this afternoon we're going to continue or right, we're going to be looking into luke chapter 4 verse 16 to 21 but before we go into all of that i want to quickly read one or two scripture that i feel all right will give us you know perspective to what the lord amen is doing all right we, we this is a this is a beautiful day this is a glorious day this is a time where amen the spirit of god is speaking expressly and the bible says let those who have the ears to hear amen hear what the spirit of god is saying so for us to for us to even begin to talk about understanding or growing the things of the spirit first of all we've got to have the earring ears we've got to have the earring ears we have to have the seen eyes we must have the heart amen to conceive to receive what the lord amen is doing in our day this is not just you know something that okay everybody will be attracted to no this is something i believe the spirit of god will be unpicking amen one two three four five you know six people who are ready maybe seven maybe eight maybe nine all right god said if i can find this quality this number of people amen it is it is the quality of heart that we present to god in this brand new day that is going to be separating us from the mass and if you if you ask me i believe that the that the lord has begun amen to to sift and to shift amen things within the structure of his church all right one of the things that we're going to be seeing in this last day is the is the emerging is the is the emerging or the emergence amen of a new caliber of christian 
Christians, a new caliber of followers of Christ. And these are people that will be armed, amen, with a strong prophetic spiritual, you know, uh, posture. The people that will be coming out, that will be representing the things of God in this season, are be people, amen, who understand, who have, who have allowed Christ to build them in the secret place. The reason why we are doing this training is for those people to begin to hear the sound of what the Spirit of God is requiring and requiring and demanding, amen, in this season. The Bible says the, the Lord is speaking through his son expressly in this season in time. Let me read the scripture, all right? I, I'm already flowing in the prophetic. You will notice that, all right? And I believe that if you will, if you will pick, if you will catch, amen, the heart of what I'm emphasizing this afternoon, all right? The Lord will shift you. The Lord will bring you to a new position. The Lord will, 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 will bring you to a place of sight, will bring you to a place of elevation. The Lord will bring you to a place where, amen, your, your, your capacity is, is well refined and calibrated. Your understanding, amen, will be, will be enlightened, amen. Your sense of wisdom will be more calibrated. Your capacity to function and to flow in the directives of the Spirit will become even more pronounced. And this is my desire, amen, that those who will be touching, those who will be coming across what we're talking about this afternoon will not just be people who have said, well, I've heard this before. No, you will hear this thing from a new light. The things I'll be talking about will come to you from a new perspective. The directions and the directives of the Spirit will be bringing instructions into your life. The Lord will continue to engage you until every aspect of you, amen, is prepared. God wants to raise for himself a new sense of leaders. Leaders that will match. Leaders that will not be afraid. Leaders that will bring forth, amen, the counsels of God and the desires of God. There are intentions that the Lord wants to see manifest in our day. There are things the Spirit of God, hallelujah, wants to see, amen, but in our time. But he needs a womb. He needs a people. He needs those, amen, who have offered themselves, amen, as instruments, who have presented themselves as living sacrifice. All right, you may say, are you preaching? Are you teaching? I thought this is a school. Yes, this is a school. But this school, this is a prophetic school. Anything will happen. Anything can happen. All right. I've, I've allowed the Lord, amen, to use me in whatever way or shape or fashion, amen, he wants to use me. Because I know that those who will be connecting with us, amen, this afternoon and in the rest of the afternoons that will be coming by the, by the leading of the Spirit will be people who want to be arrowheads. Yes, arrowheads for their generation. People who want to step into the speakings of God, the demand of God, the, the requirements of God, amen. We want a people, amen, who will be fashioned in the character and in the spirit, in the mission, amen, of God's prophetic demand for this brand new day. In every generation, I've always said this, in every generation, God has sought for himself, God has, amen, prepared for himself a people who will represent him. As I'm speaking right now, I believe that God is preparing himself, God is, amen, and marking a people, God is setting out, amen, a people, God is marking a people, amen, whose hearts are yearning and ready, are passionate, who are hungry for the things of the Spirit. And these are the people, because the Lord says, those who honor me, I will honor. As we honor God with the condition of our heart, as we present our life to him as a vessel, worthy vessel, amen, he will pour into us, amen, at that which he wants to do. God is preparing himself a vessel, a vessel that will receive the wine of this brand new day, amen, for we have not been through this part before. Heaven has brought us into a new day, and this new day will begin to show us the pathway of the next intentions and, and speakings of God. The doors are open. The portals are open. The, 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 the manifestations of the Spirit are becoming even clearer and clearer in this brand new day. But a people must present themselves. A people must present their life as a womb to receive the seed of that which God has begun to do even in this season in time. When I read a scripture. By the way, do you know the scripture, the word of God? 
the word of God carries the most potent prophetic spirit. The word of God carries the most potent prophetic spirit. If there is any, if there is anything around that speaks to us about the prophetic, it is the word of God. The word of God is not just a container of God's prophetic intention. The word of God is not just a container of God's prophetic, you know, directive. The word of God is not just a container, hallelujah, of God's prophetic objective. The word of God, amen, is the spirit of prophecy itself. <laughs> hallelujah. The word of God is the spirit. Anyone who engages with amen the spirit of the word of god becomes transformed into the likeness of the son of man himself heaven and earth will pass away but not a stroke as i'm speaking right now i'm feeling amen the impartation i'm feeling the the, the, the injections of of god's life of god's counsel of god's of god's truth into the hearts of those amen who's who have been prepared you see when when you want to engage with things like this you've got to prepare it's like you're going on the journey you've got to be prepared you've got to you know allow every aspect of your of your being amen to flow into the river of that which the spirit of god amen is saying as i'm speaking right now i pick the spirit of god is saying those of you who are listening and who are connecting in the spirit of faith and truth have been have been shifted you have been shifted into a new dimension you are hearing amen from a new frequency the, sp the spirit of god is coming to you from a new lens wave there's something happening within your spiritual structure right now that is saying yes to these things and the more you say yes to this thing the more the keys of the kingdom will be given to you to unlock even the things that you are yet to see yes god says for i am god and i will make a way i will show you the path i will bring you into yes the nymphons of my of my speakings and my dealings are have i not said that the keys of david i will give to you even in this day of the building of the of the restoration of the tabernacle of david i will begin to give to you access into the mysteries of my kingdom and you will begin to understand yes the workings of my spirit among yes the candlelights of my spirit this is the day of my spirit and i will begin to reveal to you the pathway to walk and to receive that which I am about to bring forth even in this season in time. Father, let me read. Hebrews chapter 1. We're dealing with the character and mission of the prophetic spirit. I cannot stop overemphasizing this, but let me read it before I begin to, you know, delve into Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 21. The Bible says, in the past, God spoke to our, our forefathers through the through the prophets at many times and in various ways at many times and in various ways but in these last days you understand that we are in the day of the end the bible says and in this last day in these days of the end in these days of the nearness amen of the kingdom of god in this day where we are beginning to see more of the visibilities of the activities of god in the in the earth the bible says but in this in these last days hallelujah he, is, he has spoken to us through his son. So the son, amen, the son is the expression of the prophetic spirit. The son is the manifestation of prophetic intention. The son is the, is the character, is the very 
essence is the purpose is the is the core is the is the framework anything that we want to understand or know or walk in in terms of the prophetic it has to be factored by via the nature of the son of god the bible says this day you i have begotten you this day christ i have begotten you there is a day that we become a man sons in the things of the spirit of course sons must be birth hallelujah jesus christ came he's the pattern hallelujah he came to show us how to how to be restored how to be aligned how to walk amen how to function in the ministry and in the grace of sonship in this day the bible says the father he's speaking through his son so jesus christ has come to show us amen that he is the voice of the prophetic john said i am the voice of one who is that one is the pattern son jesus christ he said i am the voice of one crying in the wilderness all who have prophesied from the days of enoch unto our day have been prophesying about one man about one being hallelujah the bible referred to amen the, 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 this dimension of christ amen as the seed of Abraham is still the pattern son. Jesus, amen, is, is the image of, of, of the Father, is the expression, amen, of the intentions of God. Jesus is the very definition of the spirit of redemption. Jesus, amen, is the heart of reformation. Jesus, amen, is the spirit of transformation. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is the pattern for reformation. If we're being reformed into something, it has to be into Christ, hallelujah. If we're being restored into something, it has to be in to Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the A to the Z. Hallelujah. It's all that we hope to be is all that we are becoming in the father jesus amen is the definition of what the prophetic is is the prophetic is not about amen something the prophetic is not about an event the prophetic is not about a place the prophetic is not about money it's not about material thing the prophetic amen the reason why god gave us the prophetic is for us to become like his son the reason why god gave us the prophetic hallelujah is for us to have the gift amen of fulfilling his divine purpose hallelujah all things consist in christ therefore the heart and the fulfillment of the prophetic is the being when we enter into the full realities of christ we become prophetic the essence of the prophetic is to image christ is to reflect christ is to look like him is to speak like him is to talk like him hallelujah is to represent him with the very breath of our of our, of our lips hallelujah is the, the very essence the very purpose hallelujah of the prophetic amen is to image christ in the earth he is the image is the express image of the father We await your coming, Son of God. We await your coming into our space, into our lives. Our eyes are on you, Jesus. You are all we desire to see. You are all we desire to know. We have such, we have run after gift. But it's time to run after your spirit. We chase you, O oh God, as the, as the deer pants for the water broke. Our heart, my soul, spirit, pants after you. May we be conformed into your image. May we be conformed into your likeness. Reveal the Father to us and it will suffice us. Hallelujah. The scripture says, but in this last day, he has spoken. Not that he will speak, he has spoken. 
when we hear this one single voice that Jesus is the express image, is the voice of the Father, ah, all of the rivers of the speakings of God will begin to flow out of us. All of the dimensions, amen, of God's intention will begin to flow out of the church, out of the body. One of the things the Spirit of God is saying to the church today is that you have to return back to your love. You have to return back to Christ. Christ is the image. He's the one who says, I will build my church. What do you think he's building his church with? Of course, the scripture says when he ascended on high, he gave gift to men. Hallelujah. He divided himself into five dimensions, amen. And in this last day, those realities those grace, those giftings are becoming the fruit of his life that we are embracing. It is Christ that we are becoming. When we become more like him in our understanding and in our sense of purpose, all of the giftings and the grace, be it the prophetic, be it the apostolic, amen, be it the ministry of, of the teacher, of the pastor, of the evangelist, amen, and all of the administrative gifts and all the functions, amen, of, of, the, of the manifestations of power and faith and all of those things will begin to align to our life and then will become the very expression of God's desire in the earth. Let me let me let me go back to the scripture that we are looking into. We're tracking a scripture in uh, 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 um, in Luke chapter 4. I'm dealing with the character mission of the prophetic spirit. Now here's the word of God. Jesus said this, Jesus himself made this declaration. The Bible says he went to he went to Nazareth while he had been where he had been brought up and on the sabbath day he went into the synagogue as his custom he stood up to read the bible says and the scroll was the, the scroll of the prophet isaiah was handed over to him unrolling it he found him uh, the place where it is written what was written let's look at it thank you father what was written let's look at what was written he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now, I'm, I'm, I want us to, we're tracking, amen, the character. We're talking about the character, the mission character of the prophetic. Because if we don't understand, amen, why the prophetic is given to us, of course, abuse is inevitable. All right. Once we don't understand the purpose or the objective or the mission of a thing, amen, we abuse it. The Bible says, amen, he, he went to the temple, amen, on the Sabbath day. Uh, 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 the book of Isaiah was given to him as he opened it, as he unrolled on unrolled the scroll he found a place amen where it was proclaimed and declared the spirit of the lord is upon me and i remember yesterday while i was here i was sharing with us that what that means amen the spirit of the lord being upon him it means that the government of god amen the life the authority amen the 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 the, 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 the capacity the wisdom of god the the, the 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 authority of heaven amen resident upon him controls him influences him Said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is different from the idea we have, amen, as one that is being anointed. The anointing, amen, is important, which of course is the next thing we're going to talk about. But before we talk about this anointing, before the anointing can become functional in our life, amen, we have to come under, amen, the authority. We have to come under the government of God. The anointing function, amen, within the context of the government of God in our life. Oh, I love this. 
I love this. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, amen, what will allow us to step into the capacity to function, amen. Listen, friends, we understand, you and I understand that the prophetic has been abused in the body of Christ. And in fact, a lot of people today don't want to touch the dimension of the prophetic because nobody wants to be stoned. But I don't mind to be stoned. I don't mind to be, you know, to be, to be called names. Hallelujah. It is my calling. I wear this calling. I magnify my office. Hallelujah. The fact that there are 1,001 people who have abused the prophetic does not mean, amen, that the prophetic, amen, is to be discarded or to be rejected. No. There is a dimension. There is a new order of people that God is calling to restore this holy, this holy convocation, this holy ministry. There is a group of people. There is an assignment in the earth today, amen, seeking to restore the voice of God among the nations. We can't go far without the ministry of the prophetic, friends. This is not the time to look at the prophetic and say, whoa, this thing is over. The gift is not over because the gift is an expression of a person. Jesus cannot be over. It's like saying because, you know, the Catholic Church so perverted the apostolic ministry. Therefore, they are, like some people tell you, no, the apostolic ministry is dead. Well, it's dead to them, but it's alive, amen, in, in, this, in, this, in this age. We've got to understand that everything that defines the life and the nature of Christ, hallelujah, is being restored back. As heaven gives us another opportunity to step out of the ark and begin to engage the earth again, all of the things that would demand that requires us to represent God is being restored. This is the day of the restoration, hallelujah, of Christ back to his church. God is not just restoring a gift, he's restoring himself. Within himself, a gift will flow. Within himself, a life will flow. Within himself, a fruit will flow. Will flow. A river is flowing once again from the altars of God. And we've got to understand that these are sacred days. Therefore, how we understand and how we handle the things of God must be done in holiness. Or else, judgment amen, is inevitable. Those who will treat the things of God with levity in this last day will be judged. As we saw it in the beginning, where men touch the things of God, hallelujah, with, uh, with an unclean hand, hallelujah, with, with, with a leaven in their heart, the Bible says, and they fell down and died. Why? Because God is restoring his sacredness, his holiness again. God wants to take over his church. I was sharing my, with my sister this morning. The Lord said to Ezekiel, he said, come, come and see what the elders, what the, what the, what the Pharisees, the elders are doing in my temple. He said, they are seeking to drive me out of my temple. They won't be, they had to take, you know, Ezekiel behind the curtain, behind the wall. They had to break the wall. They say, Ezekiel, come and see what the, what the elders are doing in the secret place, worshiping the God of Tamos. While people were praising God on the outside, on the, on the outer courts, on the outside court. Listen, friends, the days where we just engage in some ceremony in church is over. God is, God is unveiling the things behind the veil. God is bringing us once again to the place where we'll begin to see things. Where we'll begin, it's, the, the scripture says we know in part and therefore we prophesy in part. But the days are coming where we will see face to face. And in that dimension, we will become whole. The wholeness of God will come upon us again. No longer will men say, know the Lord. For, we, for every man shall know him, hallelujah, because the Lord, him, the Lord himself is writing his law. He's inscribing his nature. Once again, he's inscribing his, his, his intentions and his program within the hearts of ordinary men. 
Does that mean that we will not have leaders again in the church? No, we will still have them. But they will be there to build us and to help us to confirm and to affirm the things that the Lord is speaking to us. We've got to understand it's a sacred difference. The spirit of the Lord God, he said, is upon me. This is important. This is crucial. You will notice if you read, in fact, let me quickly read that scripture. Because this scripture, you know, help us to... Look at the context of what Isaiah was talking about. I've shared on this before. I'm going to quickly read it. All right. In Isaiah chapter, chapter 11. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Where's brother Isaiah? <clears throat> in Isaiah 11, of course, talking about the prophetic uh, 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 dimension of, of Jesse, which is a pattern of how Christ came into ministry. And of course, it's the same pattern that we engage the things of the spirit. Remember, we're dealing with the character. We're dealing with the character and the mission of the prophetic spirit. I'm not, I'm not talking about the gift here. You know, gift is functional. Anybody can function in a gift. Amen. When once the anointing comes upon you, amen, uh, the Bible says, and you, do as you will, do as you will. When the Spirit of God fell upon you know, Saul, uh, 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 they say, do as you will. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, amen, you can do anything. But we're not talking about that now. We have left that day, second day. We are in the third day. In the third day, we deal with the heart of the things of God. In the third day, we deal with the intentions of God. In the third day, we deal with motive. In the third day, we deal with, we deal with character. In the third day, we deal with agenda. We're not just dealing with, oh, that guy can prophesy. No, 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 no. We're beyond that. We're talking about a church that will finish the things of God. Now, people must imagine the earth called the finishing generation. A dimension of people must emerge called, hallelujah, the finishing generation, the Rechabite order, the Zadok order, a priesthood born after the order of Melchizedek. They are emerging. They are not coming. They are already here. They are emerging. The church within the church. The people within the people. God will always have for himself, amen, in every generation, a people set aside for him. It's the pattern of the spirit. So while we're looking at the things and everybody's shaking their head and say, oh, what, what a shame. Oh, what a shame. Look at, look at the church. Look at what this man. Ah, in the midst of all that, God said, God said to his prophet, he says, don't bother about Saul again. I have found for myself a man in the house of Jesus. <laughs> Why you are still weeping and crying? He said, don't weep. Don't weep. While Elijah was still weeping and said, I'm the only one. They said, no, you made a mistake. I see her for myself. 7,000 who have not bowed to Baal and have not given themselves. They've not sold their soul to Jezebel. The father always have for himself a people. In every generation, there's a remnant. I'm part of the remnant. I don't know about you. We're speaking to a, man, a remnant generation. A remnant generation are those who carry the touch of God's intention to the next order, to the next generation. The same word. They say, go to the house of Jesse. When they got to the house of Jesse, they found a young lad by the name David. And this was the prophetic word that had gone ahead. It said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. 
the spirit of the Lord. When the spirit of the Lord is upon you, the spirit of God, amen, clothe you. What the word upon me means that I am clothed. I've told us before that when we enter into new day, they undress us from the old and they reclothe us, amen, with the new day. That word spirit of the Lord means I'm ready to step into, amen, the office and the ministry that heaven has ordained for me. But you cannot embrace, you cannot be anointed until the spirit of the Lord. Listen to this. The spirit of the Lord being on you and the anointing are two different things. Though they function together, but they are two different things. They are two different things. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. It connotes the government of God. The Bible says upon him, amen, the government shall rest upon his shoulder. When the spirit of the Lord rests on you, you don't just have an anointing to do something. No, you have the government that constrains you. You come under the rule. You come under the leadership. You come under the sovereignty of heaven. Amen. The kingdom of God comes. The will of God becomes established in your life. That is what it means when they say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Or else... You can be anointed. A donkey can be anointed. <laughs> a chicken can be anointed. God will use anything to do, to carry out his intention. It's not about God using things. It's about coming under the authority of his lordship. That's what we're talking about. That is what is missing in our day. Amen. Where people can do all kinds of things in the name of God. Where people can lie. <laughs> they can use the gift of God to lie, to collect money from people. They can use the gift of God. I mean, to do all kinds of things. To, to sleep with women, you know, to they will use the gift of God to divorce their wife and marry another person. Amen. They will use the gift of God to, to build all kinds of things. No, the days where we abuse the gift of God is over. The spirit of the Lord. The word Lord means owner. <laughs> Lordship means ownership. You don't, they don't call you a Lord back in those days, you know, in, 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 in Europe. <laughs> if you don't own lands. If you don't own slaves. Thank you guys for connecting with me. I hope you guys are still flowing. <laughs> Those of us who are watching from YouTube. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord. That spirit of the Lord. We have, we have, we have rebelled against it. And that's why we have gifts. But we have no more fruits in the church. There are many actors today. But few leaders. Few spiritual men. We are, we are more bothered about our presentation. How we look. How things look well organized in the church. While amen, the very foundation is, is the tomb. Is the burial ground of, 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 of God's people. Of, of truth. He said the truth are falling to the ground. And nobody cares. Ah, come on, friends. When, when we allow God once again to take over his lordship, when we allow God to take rulership, when we allow what, there's a word called the, sovere the sovereignty of God. When the sovereignty of God takes root over our preference, ah. <laughs> then what David said, let us return the ark of God, becomes a reality. You can return a wood without the presence of God being restored. 
Some days ago, I was reading the book of, I was re reading the book of Revelation. The Bible says, and in the temple, as the as the temple of the Lord opened up, the Bible says, then the ark of God appeared. <laughs> the ark of God appeared. There's this, there's this searching, looking for where the ark of God is. No, it's there. It's there. And if you want to connect to that ark, hallelujah, you connect via your spirit. Your spirit is the gateway to the realm, to the realities of the presence of God. The pure in heart will see him. The pure in heart. When, when our heart becomes pure, that what, that what pure means, amen, it has become the resident of God. God does not dwell where there is sin, where there is all kinds of perversion and ungodliness. And, you know, God is not going to be struggling, you know, the throne of your heart with something else. No, 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 no. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. I'm reading Isaiah 11 now, verse 2. The spirit of the Lord will rest. Have you noticed it is the spirit of the Lord that will rest on him? What does that mean? The government of God rests on him. The spirit of the Lord is the spirit of truth. Is the spirit of counsel. Is the spirit of wisdom. Is the spirit, hallelujah, of the fear of God. I told you the word fear of God means, amen, acknowledging the presence of God. When we acknowledge the presence of God, when we acknowledge when we acknowledge the presence of some dignitary, amen. If 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 any dignitary dignitary come into your space and you acknowledge that person, there's a way you behave. There's a way you carry yourself. There's a you know you understand. Yes, imagine the the president of this nation come to visit you. <laughs> you 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 can't ignore you can't ignore his presence. You can't just like oh hi 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 Mr. Siri how you doing? Oh, welcome. Oh sit down there and then you carry on doing your own thing. No no no. You give all your attention. You give all your attendance to him why because you know who he is the revelation of who he is amen causes every other thing to cease it's not like you're afraid of him you're only honoring him that's what we do when we say amen the, the fear of god the, you see the fear of god always comes with what knowledge yes Yes, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of God, they go hand in hand. <laughs> you can't have knowledge and not reverence the one you acknowledge. The word knowledge means acknowledgement. You know something. <laughs> until we get to know him, until we have a revelation of him, we will not acknowledge him. And when we want to acknowledge him, we only acknowledge him in sound. You know, in a tone. We acknowledge him when the man of God is preaching and we shake our head. Oh, wow, wow, good message. No, that's not acknowledging God. When you acknowledge him, you'll be dancing all by yourself. <laughs> David was, was one who acknowledged God. He was dancing all by himself. The wife looked at him and said, what, what a disgrace. And the Lord shut the womb of the woman. Ah. Because she despised the honor that David was giving to God. God did not even say, ah, but <laughs> she's David's wife. God said, be barren. You will never conceive again. I... <laughs> ah.
This is what it takes, friends. I'm not here to just to preach a nice message. I'm here to introduce him, to introduce him to you and to introduce you to him. Something moves me. <laughs> Come up higher. Come. Learn to dance before him. It's time to, to let go and to lay aside our guardedness, our big, ma big manism, our big man syndrome. You know, you, you see men of God in time of worship, they're looking, looking as if <laughs> they can't bow the knees, they can't worship, they can't acknowledge God, they can't, they can't, they can't praise God. You know, people have, they have styles of worshiping God. <laughs> I look and say, you people, you are deceiving yourself. God cannot be mocked. It cannot be mocked. Those who honor him, he said, I will honor. To the degree your heart begins to chase and pant after him. You see, the more you chase after God, you see less of men. You see less of men. You see less, less of gift. You want him. <laughs> you know, in, in the world system, they call, they call something a gold digger. A gold digger is a man or a woman who is chasing, you know, uh, the money. You, 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 want the, you want the man because of the money. That's what we do in the church. You know, so We're chasing God because of what we want to collect from him. We're not in love with him. Huh? We're not in love with him. But until our love covers every other thing that we seek for, that we are looking for. He will not give us his heart. <laughs> he will not give us his heart. God wants a people that he can give. He, this is, when he, when he gives you, <laughs> the scripture says, will the Lord do anything without first revealing, revealing it to his friend, Abraham. He said, henceforth, henceforth I call you no more servant, but Friends, you don't hide secret from friends. I, if we can, if only we can touch his heart. If only we can connect to his heart. All these things that I've written down, I'm talking about, they will, in a flash, they will give it to you. It's not like, that's what we're talking about, amen. It's time to start learning by heart, not by head. There are too many information we have in the church that has not reformed us. An information that has no power of reform, that has no power of transformation, should be discarded. Because the world has information. But they are still groping in darkness. In noonday. It's time to search. Where is my God? You have to search for him like, like a woman who lost a coin. <laughs> she searched the entire house. I must find this coin. Our life depends on the coin until we get to the point where everything that we desire depends on finding him. We will not join. I don't know about you, but a generation must emerge. If we are heading towards the day of his coming, a generation must emerge. That are seeking for nothing but him. You know. The Bible says at the twilight of the day. Mary, Magdalene and the rest. They ran to the tomb. Aye. 
while the others were locked, it's a generation locked somewhere. There's a generation searching. They went to the tomb. They went looking. That was where they collided with angels. They said, what are, why are you looking for the dead among the, among the living? Or the living among the dead? You see, those women were dangerous. They were searching. They, were, they refused to give up. There has to be a church that is chasing after God. One of the things that we have lost in the church is that we have stopped chasing God. And he loved to be chased. That's why he said, I'm a jealous God. If something else is taking our heart, if something else, hallelujah, is occupying his space in our life, he withdraws himself. He said, Ezekiel, do you see what these people are doing? They have chased me out of my temple. Now, they have cut for themselves. They have joined themselves to strange God. They've brought, they've brought strangers, idols into my temple. He said, come see. He said, I will send them into exile. The spirit of the Lord. When the spirit of the Lord rests on you, the rest of the spirit will follow. It's a pattern, it's an order. Let me go back to, to Luke. Luke basically was, you know, re-echoing, was just recording the same scripture. This was Jesus. Bible says he opened the same, he opened this chapter. <laughs> Centuries later, the, the scripture never died. You see, the things of God never die. The word of God never dies. Hallelujah. The, the, the same authority that Enoch had in walking with God, if you track that same word, you will walk in the same power. There will be the same manifestation, the same result. You know, growing up as a young man, you know, I grew up with dyslexia. I struggled not just to speak, but to comprehend things. That was what the father used to trigger me, to, to invite me to him. And back in those days, as a young Christian, I used to listen to, you know, Kenneth Hagin, all of these men. And I just listened to the way this man is quoting scripture off head. I'm like, God, how can a man just be quoting scripture like this? And I listened to the Jerry Savelle and then some other material, you know, and I'm like, God. And it's like one day the Lord whispered to my ears. If they can do it, you can do it. And it's like, you know, I was awoken. And I made up my mind to read the Bible, to finish the Bible. And every month I made up my mind, I will read the, I will read the New Testament. It's like, it's like I was, I place a curse upon my head. If you don't do this thing, it's like, it's like, it's like Apostle, Apostle Paul. Who, who placed the curse? Of, he said, woe is me if I preach not this gospel. I was determined. And God rewarded my determination. You see, it's a rewarder of them who, who diligently seek him. We, we do seek the Lord, but uh, we seek other things more than him. Yes, we seek the Lord, but we seek other things. There are Our preference is more to other things. He's a jealous God. 
the spirit when the spirit of the lord comes upon you i'm telling you nothing of this world will satisfy you you want to know him this is the heart and the journey into the prophetic because the prophetic is about the unveiling of christ <laughs> it's not about somebody giving you promises that god is going to bless you if you don't know that you're blessed already then something's wrong with you <laughs> if you don't know that he has blessed you with all spiritual blessing he's blessed you with everything the bible says is given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness so you can be wealthy and be a godly person you can be a billionaire and be godly if that's your if that is the assignment of God. Don't you understand that money is sent into our life as an assignment to fulfill the purpose of God? Everything that God gives to us is tagged. So there's nothing like, oh, you are too rich or you are too poor. No, 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 excuse me. Heaven, heaven, heaven assigned. Amen. Resource into our life to fulfill divine mandate. And once that's why I keep saying, don't just seek for purpose. You can't seek for purpose when you have not understood, when you don't understand the foundation that connects you to the purpose of God. A person who has not discovered the ascended Christ can never come into what is called purpose. You have to know God, then they show you purpose. It begins, except a man be born again. He cannot see. It's not just about seeing kingdom. Seeing kingdom means seeing the ways of God. Understanding the tracks. Understanding his purpose, his objectives, his intentions. Hallelujah. How he wants you to live life. That is seeing kingdom. Kingdom, amen, is pattern how you, his kingdom is patterned based on how God has ordained your life before the foundations of the earth. That kingdom is coming. The more the kingdom of God comes and find entrance in your life, the more, hallelujah, you're able to understand why you exist. The reason why people, people are doing things and they, they, are in, in, in the, they say they are rich, they, they, are you know, they are being fulfilled. No, no, they are not being fulfilled because in the night they know what's going on in their life. Because you can do so many things without Christ becoming the center focus. A life without Christ cannot but to express crisis. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. When the Spirit of the Lord comes on you, the anointing of God falls on you. What does that mean? The anointing separates you. The moment the government of God rests on you, you are separated. You become a sacred being. You become an holy oracle. <laughs> you become an, an oracle. You become, amen, a word made flesh. You become the breath of God in expression. You become, amen, the extension of the domain of God. He has anointed me. The word anointed means to separate, to set aside. <laughs> To set aside by all, to set aside by government, by office. You are separated. It is, you see, when the anointing comes upon you, your ability to function within the core purpose of God in your life becomes visible. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has, because he has, he said, the Spirit, listen to this. Look at the powerful word, because he has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because, because it's a conjunction. The word because is a, is connecting. The because is a bridge. <laughs> because is a bridge. If there's a because, you forget, you better understand what what is there before. 
You don't just get anointed without the cause. Oh, Lord, help me. You don't get anointed without the cause. <laughs> they give us the spirit for a reason. And if you look at what men are doing with that spirit today, you notice that I, these people are abusing this thing. This thing they call the prophetic, they've abused it. That somebody one day while I was talking about the prophetic, this woman got so angry with me. He said, this liars. I said, thank you. I received the stone. I will receive it on, on behalf of the brethren. Yes. We deserve it. We deserve to be stoned. The prophets deserve to be stoned. Read the book of Zechariah or Zephaniah. The Bible says in that day, they will tell them, stop prophesying. If you prophesy, we will kill you. And one is caught among them with an injury in his head. They say, well, he's a prophet. They say, where did you get this injury? He said, oh, <laughs> he lied. He said, I was busy somewhere. He didn't tell them that the people, they, they mob, they mob him. You, you, are, you have disgraced the prophetic. They mob, the, they mob the prophet. That's what we are seeing today. That's why when, when you open, the, when you say you're a prophet, you say, come on, tell us something else. These thieves. But the truth is, are they not thieves? People have prophet lie. Lying wonders. Lying wonders. They have spoken when God have not sent them. They proclaimed us, said the Lord, when God was not there. <laughs> I wonder, how do people call themselves prophets? And everything you're saying does not come to pass. And people still follow them. It tells you that they're using another power. <laughs> yes. But the days have come for God to express, to show, to show himself, hallelujah, strong on behalf of the truth. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news. A prophet is one who proclaims the good news. What is good news? Good news is about Jesus Christ. Any prophetic ministry, any prophetic man, any prophetic woman must, must always proclaim the good news. What is that? Elevating Jesus, magnifying Jesus. When our ministry is not to magnify Christ, is not to magnify his glory. Hallelujah. I mean, you hear people say they're the prophetic ministry and I'm still waiting for them to talk about Jesus, to magnify. Nothing, nothing is said. He's giving people word, giving people, give. come on, anybody can do that. Any witch can do that. Any good sorcerer can do that. We have, we have sorcerers, we have witches and wizards today in, uh, behind the pulpit in the name of the prophetic. That's why many of them don't like me, but you're a prophet and I'm prophet and you don't like me. Something must be wrong with you. Because I carry the word of God. I speak the authentic word of God. I don't prophet lie to people. I don't prophesy money. I've never. I don't do it. I will never do it. The day you catch me prophesying money, you know that it's, it's, I'm done. I'm finished. <laughs> I don't do it. Because you don't need a prophet, amen, to, you know, to bless the people. When God blesses an unbeliever. Well, who was the prophet that prophesied to Bill Gates? Who was the prophet that prophesied to you know, Mark Zogavel or whatever they call them? Who, who was the prophet that gave them prophetic word that God is going to bless them? God is blessing the people. There is more to the blessings of God. He said, he said Ishmael will be blessed but he will not touch my inheritance. Don't you understand that there is a difference? 
Lord told me in 1990, he said, tell my people, there's a difference between my blessing and my inheritance. I can bless you and I can still kill you. He was blessing them in the wilderness. The Bible says their clothes did not wither earlier. Their shoe did not wear off. He was feeding them in the wilderness for 40 years where he killed them all. So don't tell me that blessing is a sign that God has approved your life. No, he was blessing the people. He killed them all. We have to begin to expand the word of God to the people and know the heartbeat of God for this brand new day. If we're going to deliver, amen, the nations, if we are going to deliver the nations to God, if we're going to bring in the harvest, our people must emerge with the truth undiluted to proclaim the good news. The good news is the gospel of the kingdom. The good news is the gospel of the kingdom. And what is the gospel of the kingdom? The gospel of the kingdom is about the, is about the kingship of Christ. It's about the rulership of Christ. It's not about the activities in the kingdom. No, the kingdom is about the person. The kingdom is about Christ. And his kingdom. When we preach Christ, when we understand Christ... You see, you can't talk about the kingdom without amen, the king on the throne. And I hear people say, kingdom, kingdom. I say, which king are you talking? Which kingdom? <laughs> You're talking kingdom, but you, are, you, are, you have no sense of the revelation of the king on the throne. We can talk kingdom and do our own thing. To proclaim the good news. That's the first order. We're talking about the character, the characteristics amen, of the prophetic spirit. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, yes, because he has anointed me to do a, to proclaim the good news to the poor. Who are the poor? <laughs> there are two kinds of poor people in the scripture. The first, amen, are the poor in spirit. Those ones that are poor in spirit, ah, they have a passion for the things of God. When you are poor in spirit, no matter the revelation that is released, no matter what you have, no matter the blessing, no matter the, you know, increase upon your life, when you are in poor in spirit, you always, you always want more of God. Never stop being poor in spirit. It's a good place to be. The poor in spirit will inherit the kingdom. <laughs> the poor in spirit will inherit. Let's look. Matthew. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. I rest my case. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The key to enter and to maintain a life within the kingdom is to remain poor in spirit. It's a good place to be. When you're a poor in spirit, when you wake up in the morning, you can't dash into your car. You dash into the bathroom and dash out. No. You know that you have to go. Father, I've come. Help me. Help me. Help me this day. Help me. I can't help myself. I don't know what to do. I have no sight. I have no direction. Help me this day, Father. I'm waiting on you. I need you. Father, help me. Help me. Help me. I need your help in my life. I need your spirit. I need your grace. I need to know how to walk. I'm blind. Guide my step. Guide my path. Show me. Reveal yourself to me. Help me. 
has been poor in spirit. You don't speak until they give you the go ahead to speak. A poor person is at the mercy of the rich. It's good to be poor in spirit, but refuse to be poor in the things that define the wealth of man. No. You have all things. You live as a king. Living as a king is a mindset. It is not the crown on your head. It is not the robe that you wear. I'm a king. I'm a king priest. I'm a king priest prophet. I'm a king priest prophet shepherd. I'm a king, priest, prophet, shepherd, warrior. You've got to know who you are. Your identity must be clear to you. You're poor in spirit. If you're poor in spirit, the river will always be open to you. The river of God will always be open to you. The treasures of heaven. You see. When they invite you. You are the first to get there. An invitation was, was sent out. Come invite them. Bring them in. Ah, they all give an excuse why they cannot come. You see. They've been fooled. They're not poor in spirit. When you, when you are poor in spirit. When they invite you to come and dance for the king. You will not pretend, you will not pretend that you are a queen, you know, <laughs> like Vasti. Vasti said, but no, 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 I'm, a, I'm important. The king said, come dance for me. <laughs> she refused. They replaced her. They replaced her. It is the prophetic. When the king invites you, you run. Once the Lord spoke, twice have I heard. <laughs> yes. It's being, you can be a queen, but you are poor in spirit. You can be a king. You can be the lord of your castle. But when heaven calls you, hi, you respond. It's called being poor in spirit. The poor in spirit will inherit the kingdom. This is the kingdom. I'm showing us the pathway into the prophetic spirit. These are the things that are no longer there. We don't just want to have, you know, noise. <laughs> symbols but no life that's what we've seen in the church the poor in spirit the poor in spirit blessed are the poor in the spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven is the gospel to proclaim the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor to the poor but then the second dimension of the poor, I, I told you there are two kinds of poor concepts in the scripture. The second poor amen, are those who do not have the gospel. No matter how rich, how wealthy, how influential, how educated, how exposed you are. If you don't have Christ in your life, ah, you are the poorest person on earth. You're not rich unto God. You're rich unto career. You're rich unto money. You're rich unto all of this. They will fade away. 
you need to know the two. And whenever you see people who are poor in spirit, please do everything. What do we do to people if we see poor people? We try to assist them, isn't it? Why is it that when we look at very rich people and they don't know Christ, we seem to be intimidated by them. It means something, amen, about our own identity in Christ, amen, is not aligned yet. Whenever you look at people and you, wow, what a, what a man. You look at all these things they're doing, showing, you know, <laughs> and, and you're admiring them. You want to be like them. You want to be like an unbeliever. You want to, you are, how, how can you be excited by somebody who has no God in his life? It means you yourself, you're poor. Are you getting the point, friends? To proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me. I don't have the time today because I'll soon try to round up now. He sent me. Everyone who carries a prophetic spirit carries an apostolic grace. <laughs> the word sent means the power of regency to establish the power to speak on behalf of. He has sent me. He sent me. When you are sent, you have an apostolic mandate. He has sent me. Have you noticed that John amen, was, the greatest, was the greatest of them all in terms of the prophetic? Yet, he was a sent one. Now look at what he was sent to do. Is it because people do not understand that in the prophetic, amen, is the capacity to construct. He has sent me, amen, to prepare the way of the Lord. <laughs> that's, 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 that is the spirit of divine engineering, divine construct, to prepare the way of the Lord. That's very deliberate. That, that, I'm talking about the architecture of the prophetic spirit. The architecture of the prophetic spirit is to build something on earth that usher in, that brings in, hallelujah, the very essence, the very intentions of God. The prophetic is a capacity to build. Whenever you hear the prophetic, don't just think of somebody prophesying. No. That prophetic has the ability to create, to build, to fashion something, to birth something in the earth. They said, this day, Jeremiah, you have been anointed a prophet over the nations. And what's the objective? To tear down, to cast down, to pull down, to uproot, to build, and to plant. we we'll deal with that. Later in, in, in our teaching. You see. The prophetic engages. The realms. Over, over cities. Over nations. Over homes. Family. To tear down generational curse. To pull down. Amen, generational ties. To tear down wrong values. Wrong belief system. It's part of the gospel. This is the gospel. This is the gospel of the kingdom I'm talking about. <laughs> he has anointed me. Amen, to preach the gospel to the poor. To, to, he has sent me amen, to, to proclaim freedom to prisoners prisoners, yes, nations are in prison families, homes, marriages, business careers, lives in prison, 
when the prophetic comes there, he has the ability to bring a word of liberty and freedom. But that's, it's, it doesn't just stop there. I'm talking about the character, the mission of the prophetic spirit. The, the, the third one, he said, he said, to recover sight to the blind, to bring a recovery of sight to them that are blind. Because we're talking about spiritual blindness here. There are people blind to the ways of God, blind to their own identity, blind to the essence and purpose of God for their life, for their home, for their family. There are people married, they don't understand the purpose of the marriage. Blind! <laughs> there are people who, who God made them you know, female. They want to become a man. They are blind to the mission. They don't understand that being a female itself is an expression of God's counsel and purpose. Everything God carries, God created is tagged with the divine purpose. Don't try to be a man. Don't try to be a woman. Amen. To try to be something that you're not, amen, <laughs> speaks into a damaged identity. A recovery of sight. When you see something, you see things, you see cities, nations, you know, communities, based on God's divine intention, you bring liberty and freedom to them. A recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free. These are the characteristics, hallelujah. These are the mission of the prophetic spirit. I never talked about the prophetic gift. If you have a prophetic spirit, which is an extension, a, re a revealing, amen, of, of the resident nature of Christ in you. If Christ is in you, the hope of glory, ah, you have a prophetic spirit by default. To build it is a different thing. To grow in it is a different thing. Until we come to the full statue. The recovery of sight to the blind to set the oppressed free friends there are people also, there are people there are places still under the op oppression of darkness there are people in the church under the oppression of so-called prophets so-called apostles so-called men of god whenever i see that i engaged it i engage it the lord the lord amen is not in the business of oppressing people pharaoh let my people go that they may worship me. Yes. Anything that, that seeks to pull our attention from God is oppression. Anything that seeks to take the place of God in our life is the spirit of Pharaoh, is the spirit of Babylon, is the spirit of the Assyrians. We have to rebel and challenge that thing. Yes, this is what the spirit of God is sent to do, to cast down. We have to cast down every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. A recovery of sight to the blind to set the oppressed free. Lastly, to proclaim the year of liberty. I'm going to stop here. Are you seeing? All we're just doing is to explain and expand scripture. Oh, halalabaye. To proclaim the year of the sovereignty of the rule of God. Friends, that's the year we're in. The year of Jubilee is the year, hallelujah, of the Lord's Sabbath. Is the year, amen, of the Lord. Is the, is the period where God rules in his sovereignty. Is the year that things must be, must be aligned. Those who are bound must be set free. Slaves must be allowed to go home free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. 
I proclaim the year of the Lord's favor upon your life. I proclaim the year of the Lord's favor upon your space. Wherever you're watching from, wherever you're listening from, I decree this day that this moment becomes the release of the year of the Lord's favor into your space. That nothing will keep you bound. Anything that has sought to keep you, that have kept you back, kept you down, kept you tied up, I declare is the year of the Lord's favor. In the year of the Lord's favor, listen to this, automatic liberty and freedom is released. In the name of Jesus, this is your year of the Lord's favor. You will begin to enter into the intentions of God for your life. Nothing will stop you. Nothing will hinder you. Nothing will pull you back. You will fulfill divine purpose. Because this day, the spirit of the Lord is coming to you in a new light, in a new way, in a new dimension. Receive in the name of Jesus. Yes, dimensions of God's grace in your life. Hallelujah. We rejoice in you, Father. Let this word be released into the atmosphere of the nations. Let the heart of men begin to connect to the truth and the liberty of this word. I declare that Christ begin to reign in your life, in your heart. Your heart begins, you begins to pulsate towards God, towards the things of God. You will no longer, yes, settle for, yes, settle for the ideas of man. Your heart will begin to search and quest for him. More than anything, may you be established in this truth. May the, may the, may the hand of the Lord, may the hand of the Lord rest upon you. May the Lordship of Christ rest upon you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Spirit of God. Oh, my heart longs for you, Father. I yearn for you. I quest for you. I thirst for you. You're all that I need, oh, Father. You're all that I seek for. May Christ be formed in me. May Christ be revealed in me. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is faithful. Thank you so very much everyone this afternoon that I've taken the time to join, to listen. I know a lot of us are busy walking, but thank you. I really appreciate the fact that you connect with us this afternoon. I want to also thank everyone that is listening or watching. I will be watching this broadcast all right, from our YouTube uh, platform. I appreciate your connection. Thank you so very much. And for those who are watching from our Facebook, please uh, appreciate if you can like our YouTube channel. Please try to, we want to get many likes as we can. We believe God to give us a footing, a foothold, amen, on, on this platform. We want to thank God for, God for what he has done again this afternoon. Well, we're done with this uh, uh, today's uh, broadcast. Thank you so very much for being part of this live broadcast. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Bye-bye.